each other. He's a friend from work. <laughs> you had me at hello. Rose? Where we're going, we don't need Rose. Okay, this is how I went. All right? You have my curiosity. Now you have my attention. This is the way. This is the way. Welcome back to Final Take, a conversation podcast about movies and the award show that celebrates these movies. I am Ethan Simi. I am Austin Davis. Today on the show, we will be giving our predictions and our emotionally tethered wishes for what we want to see happen at the 2021 Oscars, what we predict, who will win, mm-hmm. who will lose. And Well, if we predict who's going to win, we <laughs> automatically predict who's going to lose. Gonna lose. <laughs> it's not like a second place situation here. It's like you lose. This could be interesting. I'm pretty sure on a previous episode, you and I, we like re we redid the the Oscars. Do you remember this? I don't so, think we did. So listen, this is this was my idea for the Oscars, and I'm I'm nearly positive I put it on this show. Oh, like our our discussion about it, yeah. So I want it to be like audience audience votes. vote. <laughs> I want an audience vote. I want obviously it's not going to work this year, right? So like that's fine. We'll just pen it pen it for next year. I want everybody in the audience, as per usual, everybody super famous that's there, right? I want everybody in the audience, and they're going to say, okay, nominated for best picture is X, Y, and Z. You have 30 seconds to cast your vote. And then everybody has, you know, like like a, could be whatever kind of device, and they cast their vote, and you get to watch. No, you don't get to watch the live results, because that would be a heavy influence on how people vote. Mm -hmm. But then like, hey, 30 seconds is up. This is who's won. Best picture, as determined by the uh, mostly, still mostly white Hollywood actors sitting in this audience. Yeah, no. I'm pro. That sounds fantastic. I think that that would never, never work. I just want audience interaction. I'm telling you, people would pay people off. Yeah, that's true. But, like, how much money do you have to pay Leo to be like, look, listen, if you vote for my movie for best picture, I will pay you this much money yeah and i don't even think a million dollars would do it like he's so rich he's gonna be like mm, i don't think so yeah but see that that's you have to offer him something and how would they be accountable unattainable like i i don't i don't think it works i i honestly do not think it works we can figure out logistics at another point by the time this episode comes out the oscars will have already happened yep episode drops monday the oscars happen sunday night yep five o'clock pacific all true things i believe it's just on a roll with the facts uh so listen let's hope that this episode doesn't become absolute hot garbage like this let's hope this episode doesn't exist for no reason and we get everything wrong I don't think we will, but on the off chance, we'll just hope that that's not the case. Um, I mean, there's already been other awards given to these people, so like... Exactly. We have some stuff to go off of, uh, and and we'll talk about it. Uh, How you doing today, Austin? How's life? (laughs) I'm doing good. Yeah? Yeah, today's my off day, right in the middle of the week off day right now with my new role. Got... Just got my new work phone in, so I have two phones. I feel like yeah. a, a song of some sort. Um, one, <laughs> of for some the, sort. one for the plug and one for the... Um, anyways, yeah. Um, no, doing good. Uh, what have I... I've just been watching movies. And, Dude, and I whatnot. feel you. I've yeah. just been watching movies, honestely. Working uh, out a bunch, you know? Yeah? Yeah. So I, I have a thing with working out. I, mm. I have... Signed up. I don't know if I've talked about it on this show. I don't even know if I've shared it with you. I've, How dare you not share something with me? I feel like I, I feel like I have shared it with you. I have signed up for this this race. It's not really a race. It's more of an event. 
happening. Like the amazing in, race happening in June. It's not quite amazing, but happening. So in you're June, not going to multiple different countries and continents throughout a, a span of thirty days. I could only wish. I would also lose at the amazing race. Like I'm not, I'm not fit for that. Oh, I would. I would at least get in third. Like, like at the end of the show, for you're sure. You'd make it all the way to the end and then finish at least third. Min- minimum, dude. That last episode, that last leg has so many twists. You never know. I must. I got the intelligence. I got <laughs> the, the physicality. <laughs> you could do it. I can be someone's teammate. <laughs> Anyone listening, if you need a teammate <laughs> for, a, for, amazing for the race, amazing race, when that starts again, you're up. You're the guy. I'm there. Call on you Austin. Know? I signed up for an event that's uh, a 12, 12 hours of running, mm-hmm. essentially. 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. You run around this state park. It's 1.05 mile loop. Mm-hmm. And you just you see how many miles you can do mm-hmm. and see how far you can go. So... I really started training for that a couple weeks ago. This week, I was going to get in like a heavy mileage week. I was going to be hitting like 50 miles. Yeah. And come to find out, I I ran the last couple days. I, I clocked 16 miles. I was feeling really good. And then I took my shoe off. I have a massive blood blister. My foot is just trashed. I can't even walk on it anymore. I was going to say, you when you let, like you got out of your van to walk yeah. up to my house, like it looked like you were in pain of some I'm, sort. I'm hurting. Yeah. So I've, I've been soaking in Epsom salt. I've been... I've just been hurting, man. So it's, uh, you know, it's more of an emotional damage too because like it's so beautiful out in Portland, mm-hmm. which like this is the first summer-ish kind of week that we've had. Well, yeah, because it's the driest Oregon's been. So they're saying <laughs> another fire. Oh, gosh. Watch out. Well, uh, there's tons of people running. And mm-hmm. every time I pass them, I'm like, I wish I could be like you. I wish I could run. Um, so, yeah, you know, there's that. Um, before we talk about the Oscars, mm-hmm. we're going to go through. We're going to – we have – uh, one, two, let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and 10 categories. We're going to briefly touch on a lot of them because we haven't mm. seen all the movies. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of movies out there up for nominations. Haven't seen everything, mm. but we're going to talk about all, we're going to talk about all those categories before we do trailer for F9 mm. and trailer for Army of the Dead. Yep. Thoughts? I mean... I've seen like some of the like the earlier trailers and stuff like that. I mean, Fast and the Furious. You're not sold. I mean, it's Fast and the Furious. Like, <laughs> I already know what I'm gonna get. Look, I don't know what I'm gonna get because I've only seen one Fast and Furious movie, and, and I know it. people hate me for this. Well, it, which one was it? The first. I've only seen the first Fast and Furious. Okay, and that they've completely changed since the first one. That's I know. That's what I'm saying. So I have. I have no clue like what I'm mm. getting into. I watched the new F9 trailer. I watched it and I tweeted and I was like, cool. So I'm about ready to watch eight Fast and Furious movies so I can go see this in the theater. Yeah. I was sold. I was like, yeah, I got to watch this. I now, I am I really going to watch eight Fast and Furious movies? Well, you got to go. You got till June. I, yeah, that's true. If I space them out, I'm, I was just worried about burnout. You know, like I, I don't want to. You got one per week. I don't want to watch too many of them. And then like F9 comes along and I'm like, well, no can do. It, I already don't really like car movies as it is. Well, it's more than just a car movie. It's a family movie. <laughs> I know. Every time people talk about <laughs> Fast and Furious, it's all like, it's about the family. And I was like, I don't really understand what that means. Army of the Dead? I texted you this trailer mm-hmm. and you were like, no, not for me. I was joking. I don't know if you're time. serious or if you're real. Because I was like, I was like, listen, Austin, seriously, you're not going to like this? And you're like, no, nah, it sucks. And I was like, all right, whatever. No, I think to quote, to quote me properly. <laughs> yeah. You just right. like you're like uh, Army of Darkness movie, um, or not Darkness Army of Army of the Dead of the Dead. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, 
<laughs> looks like booty, yeah. booty juice. <laughs> I was like, really? And you're like, yeah, a whole lot of it. And I was whole like, whole oh, lot of booty okay. juice. I think it looks pretty cool. I mean, I think it looks like what Netflix wants to put out. Yeah. No, I, I think it'll be interesting. I just think the whole zombie trope has kind of. Yeah. Kind of played. I mean, there's that, that chunk of time where we just were getting a bunch of zombie <laughs> so much stuff. Zombies. And I'm just kind of over zombies. Yeah. Not gonna lie. It's the same with like pirates. Like, but back. No, whoa, back up. You're over pirates? Oh, yeah. Listen, I'm good friends with John McDonough. You know John McDonough. Shout out, John. Good friends. I was texting him last night about the pirates movies. We're both pirates stands. That's oh, all I'm going to okay, say. Okay, but <laughs> just li- listen to me. Okay, I'm listening. There's there's just these time frames where we've had just like a bunch of movies that are based off of some one specific topic sure. and, or like TV shows or whatnot. And it's just like, I'm kind of over these type of things. Yeah, like the one, the one shot, like this is the theme. This mm-hmm. is like, this is the one thing that it's about. I get that. Yeah, so like zombies. I'm kind of over zombies, not going to lie. Just kind of through. I was a really big fan of the Left 4 Dead games for Xbox. Mm-hmm. Still am. Love those games. It's the only video game my wife has ever played with me. Oh. Just FYI. Okay. So she knows how to kick some some zombie booty. Uh, so I don't know. I think it'll be good. I think it's definitely the kind of movie that Netflix wants to put out. It's action. It's like super action oriented. It's got a few famous faces. It's uh, It's got guns. It's got explosions. Like it's got Vegas ran, run over by zombies. I don't know. It just seems like people will be interested. I I thought similarly to like Godzilla versus Kong. I was like this. No, like this is not really kind of what not really what people want. And then it goes on to make like three hundred and fifty million dollars in like two weeks at the box office. So I don't know that I feel like this is what people want in, in the time that we're in. I mean, I I'm not disagreeing with the zombie thing. I'm just saying I'm over it. That's all. <laughs> Austin's over zombies. Well, I'm I'm gonna watch it. Sucks for you because we're gonna, gonna talk about. I'm gonna it. watch it. I'm not saying like I won't yeah. enjoy it. It's just right. like the topic of zombies to me. I'm just. Yeah, you know, and I I only watched one season of The Walking Dead, or the first one. Good mm-hmm. season. Yeah. Every time I hear people talk about The Walking Dead, though, they're like, "Oh, it's so it's not good anymore." Oh yeah, no. like zombies are. It's just no good. After a certain point, I think I I think like right before when like the main characters like Glenn dies in that oh, show okay. i feel like that kind of like that was kind of like the, the area where it just like kind of yeah. went downhill after that yeah i don't know I, it's never i'm not i could be wrong it. people that are huge fans of walking <laughs> i'm fan so sorry or walking dead i'm sorry i just i stopped watching after that glenn was my favorite character i'm just gonna say that <laughs> once your favorite character's out you're like yep. i'm done with this this is crap i was like no more no more <laughs> this is unjust unfair don't want to see this i'm out mm-hmm. see you later well, Zack Snyder is directing Over the Dead. I know. I'm a Snyder head now because I've seen some of his movies in the height of of the uh, discord around them. See, I if it was like James Gunn directing this, Dude, I'd be a little bit more excited. I'm not going to lie. You just got to wait for the Suicide Squad. We both know how epic the Suicide Squad I'm, is going to be. See, I look at Snyder stuff and it's it's dark. Like it's not necessarily that they're bad or anything. It's just like. Yeah, they just have a really dark tone. Yeah. I kind of, I'm kind of hoping that this has some like comedic aspects to it. Not gonna lie, Same. I mean, you got Dave Batista in it. Mm-hmm. He, we know that he can like do those little like jokes here and there. Dude, it's awesome. I hope he pulls out his invisibility power on the zombies because I do too. Just that dude's got slowly it. Slowly moving. <laughs> I move so slowly. Mm-hmm. Ten categories for the Oscars that I want to go over. Ten of them. There's ten of them. Ten. And Not eleven. 
Well, so there are more categories like in general to the Oscars. <laughs> I don't know how many categories we're playing with as a whole, but I chose the 10 that I wanted to talk about. Uh, some of them we're not going to talk about like a ton because mm-hmm. like I said, we haven't seen the movies. Um, but before we dive in, let's talk about what movies we have seen. Mm-hmm. So that way we kind of have a base going into this of of maybe where our allegiances lie already because we're actually informed of the content itself. Well, I, should we do that or should we just go through the topics? All right. Let's go just through the topics. We go through the topics, then we can <clears throat> explain um, which ones we've seen and what we haven't because oh, yeah, I don't yeah. want to just like list a bunch of random movies. That seems appropriate. I can get with that. Okay, so then let's start with some of the lamer categories. <laughs> the lamer categories. <laughs> not to wow. say that. Not, not to say that making wow. a movie. But listen, it takes an incredible amount of of everything to make a movie. But yeah, listen, you these just are called the, all these movies lame. These are the so. lamer categories. <laughs> okay, I want to. I want to talk about best visual effects for a second. Strictly, strictly because a tenant is a is a nominee. I was gonna say I already know which one you're choosing because yeah. I guarantee you haven't watched. <laughs> the rest of them no i haven't so we're gonna go through here we're gonna talk about the movies we're gonna say who we think is going to win and who we want to win mm-hmm. could be different could be the same oh, i already know best picture i already have that decision made you're ready to go yeah already locked and loaded yep <sighs> well now i have to wait 10 categories to get well, to what you want i'm just uh, I'm, I'm giving you that hint hey i'm locked and loaded too i came prepared i've got notes i've got the whole shebang uh so we're gonna do these 10 categories and for the sake of the podcast, I might instigate a little, you know, little here and there. Oh, I'm just d- saying, I'm not going the easy route. I'm not going down easy on this one. I, you already know me. I instigate you <laughs> every time. single time. Yeah, so. I can guarantee one of these categories, you're going to be like, are you sure that's who you want to win? And I'll be like, no, I'm not. I'm not sure at all. Mm-hmm. Best visual effects, Love and Monsters, The Midnight Sky, Mulan, The One and Only Ivan, the uh, and Tenet. Okay, those are the people that have been nominated. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tenant won the BAFTA for Best Visual Effects. BAFTA. I just like saying BAFTA. BAFTA. Who will win this category? Are you asking me? Yeah, I'm asking you. Is that a you. question? Who will win this category? Um, I believe. Like you're actually putting money down and you get a good, you get a nice return when you get this correct. Who's going to win? I mean, I've heard so much about Mulan. <laughs> Don't even... Don't mess I'm with you, joking. Guy. No, it's Don't definitely Tenant. Tenant's definitely going to win. Yeah, Tenant's going to win. Okay, that's the only reason I wanted to put this category on here. So we can talk about Tenant again. Tenant is coming to HBO Max on May 1st. Mm-hmm. That means I'm taking the day off work and I am busy. I, <laughs> I will not be talking to my family. I will be watching Tenant. Even uh, yeah, though I own luck, it. <laughs> good luck with that. Molly's going to really appreciate that. I'll be like, Molly, I cannot help with the kids right now. I am deep into Tenant and yeah, it's going to be good. Uh, okay, next category. We've got best original screenplay. Yep, I think this is a, I think this is important because there's a lot of there are good nominees for this one. Mm-hmm. So we've got Judas and the Black Messiah, mm-hmm. uh, Minari, Promising Young Woman, which won the BAFTA for the best original screenplay, um, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago Seven, mm-hmm. uh, which written by Aaron Sorkin, kind of a famous name, <laughs> kind of a big deal. So let's let's start with who will win. Who will win, not who we think should win. Exactly. Okay. Who will win? Who's the award going to? I'm going on to, honestly, I'm going to eliminate a couple. Okay. G- give me your process here because I want to know what you're thinking. What are the gears doing? I honestly don't think that things that are based off a true story, like, 
count as original screenplays? No, not necessarily. It's just like, I just think that they have a harder time winning. Not to say that they have not won in the past. Sure. Don't get me wrong. Sure. I just think that they have a harder time because there's so ch- there's so much history behind these things. So, uh, oh, I fully agree. I yeah. fully agree. So I think Judas and the Black Messiah and Trial of the Chicago 7 will not win, unfortunately. Now, you've seen Judas and the Black Messiah. Correct, yeah. You've not seen Trial of the Chicago 7? Correct, yeah. Okay, gotcha. Um, honestly, on this list, I've only seen one of these films. Um, I mean, just based off of Baf- BAFTA, I think that The Promising Young Woman will, will win. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Based off, just off of that. Yeah, I, I agree. I think BAFTA... In the past as well, but, you know, especially now is a good indicator of who we think will win or who will continue to win because they generally, you know, it's a good indicator of of who we think is going to win. I have seen all of these nominees except Minari. I have not seen Minari. Mm -hmm. Um, I, last night, was on the fence. I was like, okay, so do I watch Minari? Do I watch The Father? another movie that, that we'll talk about in some other groups, or do I watch uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom? You want to know which one of those was free? That's the one I watched. Yep. Not the one that I have to pay $19.99 to rent. Yeah. And I will get into this more as we as we go through the categories. I, I It's just really hard for me to pay $20 to watch a movie in my home um, where I can see my wife doing her homework. I know there's a pile of laundry behind me that needs to be folded. I'm listening for my children to wake up. I don't have that immersive theater experience. So that mm. plays into plays into a little bit. For the best original screenplay, I think you're right with the with the true story situation. So unfortunately, Aaron Sorkin, I, I think, is out. Um, he's won before in the past for things. And I, I wish him nothing but the best because he's a phenomenal writer. And he knows how to make a movie, obviously. But I do think Promising Young Woman is going to win. Mm-hmm. Best original screenplay. I will commit right here and right now to not spoiling any of these movies. Because before this week, I had seen almost none of these nominees. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be like, hey, this might win Best Picture. You should go watch it. And then also let me spoil it for you. Yeah. So I'm not going to spoil it. Um, but I do think the writing for Promising Young Woman is good and i think it will win mm. who do you want to win um it's a toss-up between two movies i've seen one of them and i haven't seen the other one i like the concept of the one i have not seen oh okay so i think that to me is the reason why i'd want that one to win and which one is that minari a uh, nice okay i like that um i think because it's based off of like the idea of the story is a, f- a father and his family go to arkansas and become um farmers but they're a, a, like a South Korean family. Mm-hmm. Um, so most of them don't speak English or if they do, it's very limited. Um, and like the, the, the child's like the main one, I think that speaks uh, primarily Eng- English and stuff like that. And yep. so I think, I think it's because something for me, I've never gone through an experience like that because I'm a, like, I'm a white male. I've never like my family did not migrate to America from a different part of the world and i think that that's a story that we don't see too often i think we see it here and there um like with tv shows like fresh off the boat and stuff like Mm -hmm. that um but to me it's a to me that's an eye-opening situation where i would like to learn more about it um so i see that and so that's where i would say um 
Minari. Yeah, you want Minari to win. Mm. Yeah, I can't I can't disagree with that at all. I watched the trailer for Minari and I said out loud, I said, I don't think I'm emotionally ready to watch this movie. It looks phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, A24, big A24 stands on this podcast. Yeah. But I just, like, it looked so good and so intense. Um, it was also $20. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. You know, I'm not making, a, I don't make a ton of money to just, you know, spend on movies to rent in my house. Mm-hmm. And the VOD situation that we're living in currently is very interesting for the Oscars this year. For sure. Um, I want, can I talk about who I want to win or were you going to talk about Minari again? I was just going to finish. Yeah, go ahead. Also, it has my favorite Walking Dead character <laughs> as the main character. <laughs> Bring him back. It. So um, we got Steven Yun. Yeah, and, this is true. Yeah. Yeah. And so just, <laughs> you know, you know, kind of a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> Bring it around. Bring it around. I like it. I like Full it. Full circle. I think for me, I want trial of the chicago seven to win that's who i want to win not necessarily uh not necessarily because aaron sorkin like i do i really like aaron sorkin obviously he has has written uh one of my favorite movies of all time the social network which i never i I feel like i talk about all the time but it's not enough uh he won the best adapted screenplay for the social network he's also been nominated for best adapted screenplay for moneyball and molly's game so it's not like he hasn't been in this realm before, uh, but I mean, he's a proven one where he's taken a true story and mm-hmm. made it into like yeah. a good original screenplay. So like it happens. Like I said, it does happen. It's just I feel like it's harder. Yeah, the dude, the dude can win and knows how to write. But I think strictly for watching the Trial of the Chicago Seven, that movie is written so nuanced and so like clear and effective for me. I felt engaged the entire movie. Uh, and it's really about a time period that I don't have a lot of personal connection with. Like, obviously I wasn't alive. Like I don't study history, that kind of a thing. Yeah. You don't like to go back. I don't like to, <laughs> I don't like to go back in time. Cause I'm, I'm already living it right <laughs> now. And so I just, I thought it was important that like, I was never lost at any point. Um, that's who I, that's, you know, what I want, the movie I want to win, but I think we can both agree. Promising young woman's going to take home that dub. Most likely. Got the win. Now, best adapted screenplay is slightly different. Mm-hmm. Best adapted screenplay essentially means that it is adapted from a book, a novel, a play written for the screen, right? So it's not original content that has been originally produced for a movie, but it is pulling off of some type of source material being rewritten for a movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's had its fair share of, of interesting situations in the past uh, which we'll talk about towards the end of the end of the uh the show there's some a little bit of controversy between best adapted best original and what gets kind of sorted into what category mm-hmm. so we've got borat subsequent movie film the father uh nomadland one night in miami and the white tiger those are our five nominees who's gonna win well i'm gonna be honest with you i've only seen two of these movies okay so and one being Borat. Yep. Yep. And the other being, can you take a guess? I hope it's Nomadland. It is Nomadland. Oh, okay. Thank goodness. I thought you were going to pull like the white tiger on me, which I've never even seen a trailer for. Yeah. And I was like, either. yeah, that seems about right. I've seen a trailer for One Night in Miami um, and whatnot. Uh, I've seen the trailer for Father. Yep. Honestly, 
just because I feel like it's a more compelling story, I'm going to go with the father. Okay. You think the father will win? I think it will because I, I haven't seen it, but I know what it's based off of. Like it's oh, okay. about like um, a, a guy, Anthony Hopkins plays a guy, but um, a father who is old in age that's starting to develop Alzheimer's or like dementia and like stuff like that. So his reality is being skewed constantly. Um, and then it's about his family taking care of him. And I, I've heard like there's like back and forth, like you don't know if like certain things are true or not because like mm-hmm. the way he describes it and stuff. So um, I kind of got the vibe from watching the trailer of the father of um, I'm thinking of ending things. I don't know if you've seen that movie. It's got uh, Jesse Plemons in it and it's um, written by ugh, someone super famous. That Same same guy that did uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless yeah. Mind. Yeah. Um, that kind of does those like mind movies. Mm-hmm. Doesn't look as intense as that, but I kind of got the kind of got the same vibes. Yeah. So the reason why I'm picking that one is because I think that it is the most relatable to people in terms of like I think there's a lot more people that have experienced Alzheimer's and dementia within their own families, um, and I think that hits home a little closer than like a Nomadland because Nomadland is like not everyone goes out and lives in a van. Um, and stuff like that. So that's why I'm going to pick that one. True. And who do you want to win? Who do I want to win? Yeah. Borat. <laughs> Borat. Yeah. Just, I, just yeah. because I, I, I always <laughs> lean to the comedy side of things. <laughs> yeah, so. you do. And you know, it's tough because Oscars does not treat comedy well. It does not. No. Ever. Mm-hmm. And never has and probably never will. Mm-hmm. Like, it just doesn't view them as movies, really, yeah. as well as like real movies. But the fact that Sasha Baron Cohen has already won the amount of awards that that he's won uh is is ridiculous Mm -hmm. for this movie and you've got uh what's her name let's see i have her written down uh maria bakalova bakalova Mm -hmm. for best like up for best supporting actress she's already won a handful of awards like being talked about a lot that's kind of a big deal in and of itself yeah to even be mentioned i think i think nomadland will win is what i'm is what i'm putting out there and You'll as we go, you'll see. I kind of, I kind of have a pattern with Nomadland, mm-hmm. based on what we've seen at BAFTA, based on what we kind of like, what the you know, not necessarily like the press has been, but like the Oscar kind of marketing campaign. Um, it hasn't been huge for Nomadland, but like everybody's talking about it, right? Mm. And it's got like that buzz behind it. So I think Nomadland will win for best adapted screenplay. I believe it's off of off a book. Um, and who do I want to win? I want Nomadland to win. I think Chloe Zhao should get, should get all the awards. Shocker. Give her all the awards. I have no no hard feelings about Borat. I think that would be awesome. But I think I want Nomadland to win. Let's do best animated feature film. Best animated. Let's yeah, go. Best animated. Let's go. Drawings and colors and all that jazz. We've got. Speaking of jazz, or soul in this. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of jazz, we've got uh, Onward, which is Pixar. It won the BAFTA for the best animated film. Mm-hmm. Something to keep in mind. Yeah. Over the Moon from Netflix. Um, a Shaun the Sheep movie, Farmageddon from Netflix. Soul from Pixar. <laughs> a movie yeah. to be nominated for an Oscar with the name Farmageddon in it <laughs> should never exist. I'm what sorry. Have, what have we done as a society? <laughs> what did we do to get to this point? <laughs> It's ridiculous. I'm sorry. I'm. I just. Gotta, I'm, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> I, can't, I can't do this. This is too much. And then Wolfwalkers from uh, Apple TV Plus. Who will win Best Animated Feature Film? Onward. 
you think onward will win yeah whoa <laughs> that's a big that's a that's a mind messer for me that's impressive who do you want to win onward though? you want onward to win yeah okay wow that's the first one syncing up a little bit okay yeah. I, I see that i think that to me i'm i know who you're gonna say you're gonna say soul that is going to win or yeah, i want to win both no i think soul will win mm-hmm. i want onward to win okay you really put me in a boat. We did an episode <laughs> where we talked about Soul. We reviewed Soul, mm-hmm. and we had asked each other, like, "Hey, did you like Soul or Onward better?" Mm. And I had chosen Soul because mm-hmm. I had just seen Soul, and I was I was heavily influenced by recency bias. Mm-hmm. And I don't. I mean, I wrestled when I got home. I was like, oh, I did not want to say that. I wanted to say Onward, and so now I'm coming true. I'm coming back to it, and I'm finally being true to myself. I want Onward to win. Okay. Yeah, I just think it's. I a, just do. I think it's a better story. I do too. Like, I mean, soul. Like to me, I think when I when I was saying when we reviewed it, I thought it was okay. I think I gave it a one watch. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just to me, it's not that powerhouse of an animated movie. To be honest, I didn't feel super compelled in certain things. Whereas Onward, I think I like teared up at least mm-hmm. one time. I definitely connected with Onward yeah. more than I connected with Soul. Mm. I think Soul s- represents and stands for so many good things mm. and is so good for the exposure, for diversity, mm. and for everything that it represents. That's yeah. not to like push that to the side or anything. I think that's phenomenal. I just, yeah, I connected more with Onward with having a having a parent that's gone. Um, my my wife's dad passed away almost a decade ago, and so that's just something mm. like we've grown up together with and. I just connected more. It was funnier to me. It just had a more engaging story. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you know, dragons and stuff. <laughs> Pretty cool. So that sounds good. Wow, we really agreed. Kind of. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think Soul's going to get the win. I just do. Uh, yeah, no, but I'm, I'm going with Onward. We'll see what happens. They're going to win. Okay, now we're, getting, now we're getting to the meat. Now we're getting to the good stuff here. We've got five categories to go. Mm-hmm. And we'll start with the best actress in a supporting role. You've got the nominees of uh, Mar- Maria Bakalova for Borat, subsequent movie film, Glenn Close, Hillbilly Elegy, Olivia Coleman in The Father, Amanda Seyfried in Mank, and uh, Yoo Jung Yoon in Minari, who won the BAFTA for Best Supporting Actress. Mm. Who will win this award? How many? What, what movies have you seen that are in this category? Is it only Borat? Nope. Uh, I've seen Mank as well. Oh, okay. Yep. Um... I'm going to go with one that I have not seen for the winner, and I'm probably going to stick with the BAFTA winner herself. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, uh, Yoo Jung Yoon. Yeah. Yep. I, I agree. I think she will win, and I assume you want her to win as well. Yeah, based off of everyone else. Like, I mean, I, I thought that... Way to be original, Austin. Well, Maria... <laughs> no, I think, like, out of all of them, I think Maria... Bakalova. Yeah, like, she probably had the... I mean, it's hard to do that type of work within like a like a real setting like to go up to someone that you have never met and and like fake like you're doing all that like crazy it takes that takes some skill i think yeah so like i would be okay with her winning it as well yeah i can see where you're coming from from for sure um i heard i heard hillbilly elegy was a poopy 
heard it was not very good. It's a poopy. So, I mean. We could use adult language Glenn, on this, on this Glenn, podcast. Hey, man, I got kids language going through my mind all the time. You've cussed on this Glenn, podcast. Shut the fuck up. Glenn, Glenn Close. Has, has, That's a prove it moment is, right uh, there. Is obviously a wonderful actress. Um, I've seen Mank, just like you. I've seen Borat's subsequent movie film. I, I'm going to go with the BAFTA winner for who will win. I think Yoo Jung Yoon will win. I also want her to win. She would become the first uh, Korean actor to win an Academy Award. Actress. Which would be huge. Yeah, Korean yeah. actress, which would be... For huge. for supporting, act, like the supporting yeah. actress. For supporting, yeah. yep, which would be huge uh, in general. I also heard that she gave a phenomenal and delightful acceptance speech when uh, she received the BAFTA Award. I haven't seen it. I'm going to go look it up. And strictly based on that knowledge, I want her to win this award so she can give another delightful acceptance speech because that would be wonderful on this on this stage. Um, yeah, sounds good. Mm-hmm. I think I think that, that makes sense. We'll move on to best actor in a supporting role. I feel, like, oh, I feel like this one's tougher. Oh. This one's tougher for me. Sasha Baron Cohen, Trial mm-hmm. of Chicago 7. Daniel Kaluuya, Judas and the Black Messiah. He won the BAFTA award for this. You've got Leslie Odom Jr. for One Night in Miami, Paul Rashi for Sound of Metal, and Lakeith Stanfield for Judas and the Black Messiah. I believe this is our first category with a double movie nomination. Oh, yeah, for sure. From Judas and the Black Messiah. So who will win this category, Austin? <clears throat> well, Who's got it so locked up? I feel This like- is what I'm confused about. How is... I feel like like Daniel I- Kaluuya and like, uh, Lakeith uh, Steinfeld... Like, how do they both qualify for supporting? Yeah, him? one of them is like the main actor. That's just that's just the way it works, like, man. Who, who do who do the Oscars consider the main actor of the movie? I don't know how the Oscars work. I don't know. I, I don't, don't know get, what the details are. I don't get that. Like, <laughs> no, I'm totally with you. I don't understand. And Judas and the Black Messiah, we have no best actor in a leading role nomination. It's an interesting quandary we I, have here. I just, to me that. To me, that's upsetting because one of them should be the main actor, and I think one of them should be considered for a Oscar. That's to me upsetting because, like, I mean, listen, like, yeah, 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 I would consider Daniel Kaluuya the the main actor of Judas and the Black Messiah. He played Fred Hampton. That was he was kind of it. I mean, I I could also make the argument that like Keith Stanford was also the lead because that was like he was the informant that they were following throughout the story. So. Yeah, and they I would consider him being the main actor. Listen, this is probably the exact debate that they had, and they're like, you know what, both you know throw, what? Throw I don't both care. You, supporting. Pick, you pick one. You pick one. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm with you. And I don't but, agree with it, and I think that it is unfair for either one of them. So you would renominate, and you would you would put Daniel Kaluuya in for best leading. No, I'd probably put like Keith uh, Stanfield because I think that he is the main actor within that movie. Yeah, I, I totally respect that. These are the facts that were given. I I from, just from, I disagree. From, I from the people. you know what I mean. <laughs> Hard disagree. I, I would. I'm just like, yeah. Give me who you think will win then. Um, Regardless that we have a totally fucked up nomination <laughs> category. I mean, I've so I've seen only two of these movies on here. Um, I'm gonna go with Daniel. You seen? You, wait, you seen Sound of Metal? Yeah. Oh, this is news to me. How exciting. Oh, that's very exciting. We'll get to talk about Sound of Metal. You're going with Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah. Will win. I also think Daniel Kaluuya will win. Mm-hmm. He won the BAFTA. I think it, his role was too powerful, mm-hmm. too good for him to be out, out won by somebody. Well, I've seen him in other works, and he 
he takes on these characters really well. Oh yeah, like he can take on various different roles and things. I I think of like his character in Get Out. I've seen like his character. Um, Crazy. Like I, he's just he's able to just play these various different people in whatever setting that needs to be put them in. I think he was in a Black Mirror episode as well. Like I think he was. Yeah, and like he did that role really well. Like yeah, he. I think it's like I think it's like one of the two Black Mirror episodes I've seen. Yeah, that it, he's it's, actually in. It's like the one. Um, where they all like live in like these, these little boxes or whatnot. Yeah, exactly. They all they all live in this kind of little box, and mm-hmm. you have to like work out during yeah, the day yep. to get like points to yep. spend or yeah, something. Yeah. And uh, I, he does a great job. I that's what I think that he deserves an Oscar. So absolutely agree. I think he deserves an Oscar. Uh, who do you who do you want to win this category though? It sounds like you you want Lakeith to win. Uh, yeah, which I'm, I think is a great choice. Yeah. I have nothing wrong with that. I think that's a wonderful pick. There, if anything, there would be cl- a closer tie with this one. Um, just because, like, I, I it could be also that I just watched this movie last night. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> little be, recency creeping would, in, guy. Would be Paul, uh, Paul Rashi, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I kind of want him to win too. I don't actually want. I want Daniel Kaluuya to win. Yeah, that's who I want to win. I think I he feel like I, it, like I think, we just said. Yeah, I feel like leaning towards like if if like we're pouring water into two cups, <laughs> which one do I want to overfill? Yeah, fill like yeah. yeah. I think without Daniel Kaluuya in this category, I think Paul Rishi would be an awesome pick. Mm-hmm. I think he crushed it in Sound of Metal. Specifically, one scene that I'm thinking of where where his character and Riz Ahmed's character have a have a pretty heart to heart conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh and I remember watching that scene just thinking like this is f- excellent. It's You're phenomenal. about to fall. Oh, You're I was, <laughs> I'm right now. I'm like tearing up. I'm like getting emotional right now. Mm-hmm. It's so good. And I I went I remember going through these nominations last night and I saw his name pop up there and I was like that is awesome. Mm. That is he should definitely be in there. Yeah. I I'm just upset. <laughs> I'm just upset that Just upset. That just a fact. Like one of the two should have been considered for a main actor. A yeah. Um, I think that it's also injustice. I don't know. I have. I'm think. I think I'm thinking a little bit more political here, but I think that like, I, I a movie about uh Black Panthers and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and you don't have a representation of a you, leading. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From that, and you. Yeah. No. I I find it unfair, and I feel like that's unjust. I, I definitely uh, agree. Yeah, I'm just gonna say fuck you, Oscars for that. That's yeah. That's, that's all fa- I'm gonna say. That's a fact. Listen here. On I the don't show- cuss on this show too often. <laughs> no, I think that was your first time. No, in- I've I've cussed, but that's this is a very purposeful, and I think that that's is unfair. Very meaningful. I do think that hey, we we watch movies, we we respect movies, um, but yes, history of the Oscars extremely white, mm-hmm. bad choices, um, super unfair nominations um so hey i stand with you fuck you oscars but this is where you know this is where we're at i mean like there is representation within the lead actor role i just i just don't think that it like i just i look at this as unfair yeah so so then let's talk best actor in a leading role are we not gonna go (laughs) we're gonna do we'll do actress next okay now we're all fired up about best fired up So, best actor in a leading role, we've got Riz Ahmed, Sound Mm -hmm. of Metal, Chadwick Boseman, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Anthony Hopkins in The Father, who won the BAFTA Mm -hmm. Best Leading Actor, speaking of awards 
with with a you know a less diverse history and a and a history of choosing white people. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's interesting. Gary Oldman for Mank and Steven Yoon for Minari. Mm-hmm. Who will win this category? So I've only seen, like I said, I've only seen a couple of these movies. Um, I'm sorry, and, Gary and Oldman. Which are, which are those? Those are Sound of Metal and Mank? Yep. Uh, sorry, okay. Gary Oldman. I'm not choosing you. Um, I thought Mank was terrible. Oh, um, trash movie. Anyways. Uh, we just, we're not smart enough to understand it. I think that's the problem. No, I think here. I understand it. I just think it's a trash movie. <laughs> I just think it's trash. Uh, I'm sorry. It's just... I don't, I, yeah, I don't like that type of acting. Is, we got to keep this energy, yeah. man. We got to keep this going. This is fire. Um, <laughs> You know what? I'm actually going to go with Riz Ahmed. Who will win. Whoo. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's a hot take. I mean. I feel like that's a hot take. I, I haven't seen uh, Ma Rainey's uh, Black Bottom. Um, Obviously, Chaz Mc, Chadwick Boseman's great in all, like, most of the stuff that he's done. Yeah. I, I just haven't seen it. I sure. can't can't really speak yeah. to what you haven't seen i get um, that i get the whole bafta has chosen anthony hopkins i've heard that the, this movie's supposed to be really good um no. No. i would like to say steven yoon but um i again i haven't <laughs> seen it sure and i think but I, like i look at the performances that i like i've seen in Ahmed, like that's a hard role to play playing a deaf person so hard i like and like for someone to go deaf within like just all of a sudden like you go from hearing to like to being completely deaf and like not even hearing right like playing in a band like needing needing your hearing for your job Mm -hmm. but the way that he like i mean like there's times where he's like punching the wall or like in like the the way that he reacts i'm like that's exactly how i would react yeah like i was frightening yeah so i'm like yep i like i think that he took that role on really well i do think riz ahmed crushes crushes his role mm, but I, you're not gonna go with that no hell no <laughs> no way i do i think chadwick boseman will win i watched ma rainey's black bottom last night yeah probably 30 minutes into it you get a nice crisp dialogue from chadwick boseman uh one of a few <sighs> dynamite mm. just dynamite and, and and i know i know i sound like a broken record choosing the movie i just saw last night hey you and i both just chose but listen <laughs> but listen you also have to consider the fact that that Chadwick Boseman winning a best actor in a leading role uh, posthumously would would be amazing. Mm-hmm. It's I feel like it's deserved. I feel like it's what he needs. Like his legacy would would benefit from this. Um, I think he will win. Um, who do I want to win? I also want Chadwick Boseman to win. Mm-hmm. I think Riz Ahmed crushed it for sure. Sound of Metal for me, I just I don't know. It was good. Mm-hmm. It was it was good. Um, it what it's not one of my favorite movies of the year though that and we're not talking best picture yet we'll get into yeah. that who do you want to win i would probably say riz Ahmed again yeah so gotta double down yeah I, I like that i like that okay let's go move on to best actress and then we've got I'm, best picture i'm just curious though about anthony hopkins has he ever has he ever ever won, won? uh yes i believe he does have yeah. have He's an academy six award of them yeah or he, nominations he has winning won one of these for silence of the lambs i believe yeah so, Anthony, I'm sorry. You don't need another one. <laughs> You're good, guy. Yep. You've, you've got your award. Get the hell out of here. Let some other people win it. Mm-hmm. Best uh, actress in a supporting role. We already did. Best. We're, we're on the best actress in a leading role now. Best actress in a leading role now. Yep. Here we go. Viola Davis for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Uh, mm-hmm. And Andre Day 
The United States versus Billie Holiday, Vanessa Kirby, Pieces of a Woman, Frances McDormand, Nomadland, she won the BAFTA for Best Leading Actress, uh, and Carrie Mulligan for Promising Young wo- Woman. Um, a interesting fact, if Frances McDormand wins this award mm-hmm. for Best Actress in a Leading Role, she would become one of only three women to win three Academy Awards for Best Actress in a Leading Role. Yeah. Other two actresses would be Meryl Streep and Katherine Hepburn. Mm-hmm. That's insanity to me. Yeah. There is at no point in my life have I ever been like Meryl Streep, Frances McDormand, same level, which is not to slander any of those people, but like I just, my mind has never put them together. Frances McDormand's nomination to winning ratio, dynamite, mm-hmm. off the charts. Crazy. Just saying, just throwing it out yeah. there. Who will win this award? I think Frances Mc- McDormand's yeah. going to win. You know it has yeah. to be. You know she has to take it home. I think there's just so, so much hype behind uh, Nomadland that that is going to be the ultimate choice. Um, for, oh, yeah. I, I just, I'm just assuming that she's going to win it. I, so. I do, too. I think she will win it. Do you want someone else to win it? I mean, to be honest, I haven't seen any of the other ones. So I would say her, I mean, <laughs> just go, based off of yeah. what, I've, what I've seen. So I... Again, I don't, I don't, I, you know, it's just something that I do, but I'm going to say that I want Viola Davis to win this one. Okay. I watched my Rainey's Black Bottom last night. She, the way that that movie is structured is very interesting because it's literally about her and her band just trying to record one song. That's for Mm. 90 minutes. That's what you get. And you get the entire background of what goes into that recording versus like, Hey, there's a song on, you know, on a disc. Um, not on a disc. On they, a, didn't have, they didn't have discs on back a vinyl, then. <laughs> and so I think she really knocked it out of the park. The mm-hmm. way her character is so powerful and like leading, I I thought to myself, I would not want to act against this. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to be one of the people that her character is yelling at in this movie because like that's intense. Yeah, I do. I want her to win. I think Frances McDormand will win, and I have no problem with that. No complaints mm-hmm. from my department in in the win there. Um. Best director, mm-hmm. and then we've we got, got a, best. We got a couple, and then we've got best picture. Okay, so best director, Thomas Vinterberg for another round, which is a movie I re- I do want to see. Haven't got around to it yet. It's got Mads Mikkelsen in it. Mm. I'm a big Mads Mikkelsen fan. <laughs> David Fincher for Mank. Lee Isaac Chung for Minari. Chloe Zhao for Nomadland, who won the BAFTA, and Emerald Fennell for Promising Young Woman. Who's gonna win? Not David Fincher. Not David Fincher. Sorry, That's, guy. That is accurate. <laughs> Not David Fincher. Uh, it's gonna be Chloe, Chloe Zhao. It has to be. Yeah, like I think again, as I say, just stated, uh, I think there's a lot of hype behind her. Um, her directing style. I mean, that's why she got hired on for a uh, Marvel movie and, um, mm-hmm. with the Eternals and stuff like that. I mean, if you watch how the film is direct, like how it's how it looks and how it's perceived, like there's techniques in there that are very difficult to do. From my understanding of yeah. Of, filmmaking yeah like so i think that she did a really good job i mean all those like deep like wide shots and stuff like that were just so beautiful um and i think that really it gave you a whole under like understanding of like the nomad lifestyle yeah um so yeah yeah so easy to connect with that movie i feel like Mm -hmm. in the way that it was directed yeah she won the bafta for best director i'm going to say that she is going to win i I also she'll be the first female like chinese director to ever win oh it. really to win best director i, I mean I, I i believe so i could be wrong sounds right so. i'm here for that yeah 
she's been sweeping mm-hmm. all awards yeah. for Nomadland, which is insanity to me. Well, I mean, we'll I'll bring it up at the end. Yeah, let's let's do that. So I I think Chloe Zhao will win. I do want her to win as well. She mm-hmm. deserves all of the awards. She's so. I mean, from what I've seen for her from her acceptance speeches and stuff, sweetest person. Yeah. She's so kind and humble. Um, so that's where we stand with best director. This is it. This is this is the final category here. Best picture. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the one that I watch for. I feel like I feel like most people. They this is the award that they care about the most. At, yeah. At the end of the day, unless it's like an animated, because no, like typically animated movies aren't in the best picture. Right. Um. Typically. Typically. So then you you follow and you're like, if you're an animated movie person then you also look at that absolutely and then i think then you look at the actors like who won the best actor i I honestly think that the supporting role doesn't get looked at as much yeah i agree i don't think it gets enough like daylight or talk as it should we've got one two three four five six seven eight nominees Mm -hmm. for this category most out of any other category the father judas and the black messiah mank minari nomadland which won BAFTA Best Picture and DGA Award Best Picture. Promising Young Woman, which won the BAFTA for Outstanding British Film. Sound of Metal and The Trial of the Chicago 7. This this is going to get interesting. Okay, so what have you seen on this list? So I have seen Judas and the Black Messiah, mm-hmm. Mank, mm-hmm. Nomadland, mm-hmm. Promising Young Woman, mm-hmm. Sound of Metal, and mm-hmm. Trial of the Chicago 7. So you have not seen two of the movies on here. Correct. I've seen six or out of the, the eight. Two, just two. Yep, I've seen six out of the eight total. I, I did try to watch all eight so I could kind of speak and have a good level ground here. Like I said, I was not going to pay $40 to watch two movies. Mm-hmm. That's absurd to me. Yeah. So I've seen five or six of the eight. Which ones have you seen? So I've seen Juice and the Black Messiah. I've seen Mank. I've seen Nomadland. I've seen Sound of Metal. Okay, so you've seen half. Mm-hmm. Sounds good to me. I I tried to, I had to work this morning, so I couldn't, like on my day off, I had to work. I was planning on renting a uh, uh, Promising Young Woman to just kind of round it out. So yeah, I, I wasn't able to. I Listen, so. I, I suggest, I suggest you do that. I liked that movie. Uh, it's only a $5 rental. Right. That yeah, was the in, cool thing. In comparison to Minari, that was 20 Exactly. So. Do you remember when Promising Young Woman first came to VOD, it came out and I looked to go rent it because I talked about this last week on the show mm. where I was like, as soon as I saw that trailer, I was like, I want to see that movie. I think it's going to be excellent. I am here for it. Came out on VOD. It was $30. Yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure I texted you and I was like, get the hell out of here. Like, this is insane. I'm never going to watch this movie. Yeah. And then I was trying to decide between the last three that I needed to watch. I pull it up five bucks. Yeah. Sold. No, not even a question about it. Mm-hmm. Love to see it. So who will win this category? Who's going to take home best picture? I think Nomadland is going to win. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think Nomadland will yeah. win. Yeah, that that would be my will win. I, it's not my who I hope would win, but right. that would be who I think will win. I do think that will win. So by my, for me, I've got Nomadland taking home four awards. Mm-hmm. Kind of a big deal. Yeah. That's, that's, I feel like that's a lot of awards. The more interesting conversation to have for the podcast is who do you want to win? Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like you're about to unleash some like knowledge on me or or do something that I'm not ready for. It's not Mink. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm just going to put that quick, one out there. Just wanted to say, it's not going to be Mink. It's trash. <laughs> not going to be Mink. Um, it's going to be Sound of Metal. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it could be that I just watched it last night, but I also just watched Nomadland the other day as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt way more of an emotional connection with 
Sound of Metal than I did with uh, Nomadland. Interesting. I feel like that just like I like just putting myself in the shoes. Like I understand Nomadland is a great story about grief and how much that it can hold you down from experiencing other things, but then also the beauty in which um, living that nomad style life is and can be. Mm-hmm. Um, so I get that. I think that Nomadland is beautifully shot and done like that, but I think it's going to win because it's the most artsy film. Sure. And I don't think it w- it's fully to me, like if I'm a normal person that like sitting and watching these movies, that'd be like, yeah, like this, this is the best movie. Yeah. I think it's the most pleasing for the most amount of people. Yeah. Um, Which, that's kind of what best picture is generally. I mean, like, honestly though, like, to me, it just didn't do a whole lot for me. I can't, hey, can't argue yeah. that. I mean, so, that just is what it is. But Sound of Metal, like watching that last night, like watching like the the emotional toll that it takes on you, when like like I just I can't imagine what it'd be like. Like that's what the thing. Like I, putting myself in that lifestyle, um, putting myself in a, a a situation where I'm completely deaf, and then like someone just is like, nope, like you need to go to this yeah like, pl- facility to go like learn sign language and all this stuff just like literally leaves you on the side of the road with a vehicle and like technically you shouldn't even be driving that vehicle because now you can't hear. (laughs) Exactly. So like, um, and like that heartbreak that happens there and then like them going through that, but still not understanding what it means to be in peace with like quietness and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, the stillness. Yeah. And like, um, and just fighting back to get that hearing and then all that stuff. It's just like, yeah, it had such such an interesting mm. last half hour yeah. of the movie for me. His is this really up and down roller coaster of mm. like he's really gung ho about sticking to his decision, mm-hmm. and is that actually a decision that that should have been made that he wanted to make deep down, etc. Mm. Um, I think it's got a great ending. I do. I I like Nomadland. I'm totally the opposite of you though. I tot like or I sorry. I like Sound of Metal. Mm. I'm totally the opposite of you. I. I connected way more with Nomadland, the story of grief, um, and the way that that was shot, etc. Mm-hmm. I think, like like we said, like that's the best p- picture, the most enjoyable for the most amount of people. I, I, I that's the thing. I wouldn't necessarily describe it that way, though. Oh, okay. I the, for the most amount of people, I don't agree with that statement. Oh, okay. I think that it's very. I think it's the art house film that yeah. would win. Sure. I don't think that it is a. You don't uh, think it would be like an audience pick? Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Who do I want to win? Mm-hmm. This this is tough for me because I have said on this show now, I want Nomadland to win. I, I want Chloe Zhao and Nomadland to take home all the awards. I, I feel like mm-hmm. they deserve it. Listen, I watched the trial of the Chicago 7. We haven't really talked about this movie on, mm-hmm. this, on this episode. And we I watched this movie three nights ago now, and I was watching it late at night. My family was asleep. Everybody was asleep. Probably the last half hour I was standing watching this movie. So I, I moved from sitting to standing. And then the last like 10 minutes, I was pumping my fist, like quietly shouting, like, let's go. Yeah, let's go. I was so fucking hyped <laughs> watching this movie. It was insane to me. I want Trial of Chicago to win. I think that would I, that would make me the most happy person to see that win. Also, Aaron Sorkin has never been nominated for a Best Picture. Because he pretty much only writes. Mm-hmm. He directed Trial of Chicago 7 as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, give him a dub. <laughs> like, toss it in there. Obviously, 
Chloe Zhao does I feel like deserves it the most, but like, you know, round out his award showcase, I guess. I really liked Trial of Chicago Seven. Yeah. No, really I, I've heard I've it. heard great things about it. I just haven't watched so it. So good. And the cast is like low key super stacked. I mean it's, you got Joseph like Gordon Levitt, you got Sasha Cohen ba- Baron Cohen. Baron Cohen. Yeah. You've got uh Jeremy Strong and you basically it's like all these second tier actors mm-hmm. who are not in a ton of things but when you see them like you're like, like yeah, oh he's, he's yeah. good yeah you're yeah. like wow he, he's really good Michael Keaton mm-hmm. little cameo in there so I would like to see Trial of Chicago 7 win I think that's that is probably my favorite movie okay. out of the nominees so like I said in the beginning of the show my emotionally tethered choices this is where I'm at mm-hmm. Trial of Chicago 7 I, I I like I like our choices I think we've I think we've picked well. I'm I'm glad that you and I agree though. Like that, like No My Land, though it's a good film, isn't necessarily the one that should win. Yes, agreed. I, I think Best Picture is an interesting. Yeah, it's an interesting quandary that it puts people in. Well, I think like um, this is a point I was gonna make earlier that I think that 2020, like it was, um, it's just a a unique year with movies i honestly if we, the coronavirus didn't happen i think that this would be a completely different story these sure i think that maybe one or two of these movies would be in contention for what they are i think the other movies like tenant i think um came out during a time where maybe it shouldn't have come out mm-hmm. i think chris nolan probably should have pushed it out and i think that then it would be up for a lot more awards it's an it's a very interesting situation yeah. when you talk about Studios basically had the choice whether or not they wanted to be in the running for the Oscars this year. Mm-hmm. They could they could pretty much handpick and say like, yeah, we like we want our movie out in time to be considered, yeah. or not. And it, mm-hmm. I we'll see if that benefits people or if it doesn't. Yeah, I, I mean, don't know. I mean, I'm just upset that Palm Springs didn't get <laughs> in consideration. Where's my Palm Springs? <laughs> Where's Andy Samberg for best leading? Right? God. <laughs> Come on. I expected a Palm Springs sweep of the Oscars. <laughs> That's what I wanted to see. That's what I wanted to see. Look, we, we only have a few more minutes, but I, I wrote down some notes here, and I just want mm-hmm. to take a second to look at some previous Oscars. You and I stand. Fuck the Oscars. But I want to look at some previous year's Oscars and and kind of do like a little repick real quick. Going quickly, there's one that I have a really big problem with. That would be the 20, uh, 2011 Oscars based on the movies from 2010 where I'm just looking at best picture here. You've got winter's bone, true grit, toy story three, the social network, the kids are all right. Inception, the fighter, black swan, 127 hours and the King's speech, the King's speech one. Mm-hmm. Absolutely fucking horseshit. <laughs> it's Out of good, that entire it's a good, list it's of a good movies, movie though. It's a good movie. I've never seen it, but it's bullshit. <laughs> uh, you should watch it then. Okay. I will commit to watching the King's speech. But you tell me right now how the King's Speech is better than the Social Network. That's I'm, crap. Uh, I mean, that's all I wanted to say. I just need to get that out of my yeah, system. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Look, I hear so many more people talk about the Social Network now than I have ever heard about in my life about the King's Speech. I I've mean, never heard anybody be like, "Yeah, you should, that's a good movie," until right now when you said that. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. That my was guy. my pro- that I was mean, my problem. That, this was my problem with the Oscars. I think that's also one of your favorite movies, so you have bias oh, toward absolutely, that. Absolutely, so. absolutely, it is. Um, let's see, 2014 Oscars. There is a movie that I think that should have won. That should 
that wasn't in, even nominated I in believe. the 2011 Oscars. 2014. Oh, okay. So 2014 Oscars uh, means we're looking at movies from 2013. Or maybe not. You're talking about maybe 2015 Oscars. Maybe yeah. Okay, give give me what you wanted to win. What 2014 movie did you want to win? Whiplash. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's this is where I was okay. going. So you had in the 87th Oscars. So it's about movies from 2014. Yeah. Hmm. Birdman, uh, American Sniper, Boyhood, The Grand Budapest Hotel, The Imitation Game, Selma, The Theory of Everything, and Whiplash. Birdman's an excellent film. Michael Keaton's wonderful. Whiplash. Definitely should have won. Mm. That's oh, my yeah. pick for sure. Yeah. J.K. Simmons wins Best Supporting Actor. 100% deserved. Absolutely. Mm. Wasn't Whiplash not even nominated? For. Uh, was he nominated? Was it nominated that year? It was nominated. Okay. Yes. I it, thought for some reason it was not nominated. It was nominated. I'm looking here, looking here at the Wikipedia. It says that it was nominated, um, but it didn't. obviously did not win. Mm-hmm. It did win. Um, and this was what I had mentioned earlier on the show about this. Adapted screenplay versus original screenplay. So it had been moved basically the last second from original screenplay to adapted screenplay. Mm. Nobody knows why. Uh, I mean, somebody knows why, I'm sure. But essentially, the uh, Academy of the Motion Picture Arts and Sciences changed it to Best Adapted Screenplay, and it lost. And it was slated to win Best Original Screenplay. And if we're going like very superficial with awards here... I think Whiplash should have more awards than it does. Well, I think because they changed it to adapted is because it was a short film at first. Yes. I do think that is why. I think that would be the reason why. Because like you look at like any type of sequel that gets it, like it's coming off of source material material already. Sure. Yeah. So. Okay. I, gi- I give you that. Um, one of the other ones I want to touch on the 2015 Oscars, you've got room, the Revenant, the Martian, Mad Max Fury Road, Brooklyn, Bridge of Spies, The Big Short, and Spotlight. I don't know which one you're talking about. Sp- Listen, Spotlight One, I've never even fucking heard of this movie in my life. It's about the Catholic Church and um, all the little boys that they touched. <laughs> that does not sound interesting to me. It sounds but, disturbing. But, I mean, Catholicism is one of the largest sure. religions in the world, and it impacts... Isn't isn't it's about like the the news the news team that kind of like helped dig all that yeah, yeah yeah okay that does sound interesting to me also I've never even heard of the Mark, movie I think it has Mark Ruffalo in it it's got Mark Ruffalo in it yeah what <laughs> get out of here how we how do I'm just like really I've, I've not, never, I'm I've not never, in the know about things apparently I just I've never seen it because I don't find that subject matter like I don't <laughs> interesting? want no I just don't okay it's got Mark yeah. Ruffalo Michael Keaton Rachel McAdams. Mm-hmm. Wow. Stanley Tucci? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm doing something wrong with my life. <laughs> I still don't care. You know what I'm about the to big say. Short the big was, short show fucking one. Yeah. This, that's, again, Come on. it's one of your favorite movies. <laughs> like, that's why you would, would want that one. I know. You got you, you already got your La La Land win, okay? No, I don't. Oh, that's wait. the problem. You asshole. Why would you say that right <laughs> it now? It won Oscars. Yeah, it won <laughs> some awards, but it did not win Best Picture in the, the famed debacle of the best picture and uh, uh, you know winner announced no sh- no disservice to moonlight uh at all but listen i don't care if la la land lost best picture on a standard standard platform like oh hey the best picture winner is moonlight and then like mm-hmm. well everybody gets it but the best picture is la la land people come up there damien chazelle starts making a speech and they're like oh fuck we messed up sorry it's not you it's moonlight <laughs> 
then now we've got a problem. <laughs> now we've got a problem. And then the last thing I'm going to get in before we get out of here is um, the 2020 Oscars. Talking about movies from 2019. Movies that didn't get nominated. What am I going to talk about, Austin? <laughs> you tell me right now what I'm going to say. I'm going to I'm going to take a wild guess, and it is oh I don't know, uncut gems. Fucking not being. uncut gems. <laughs> God, can you... Oh, unbelievable. You know how many banger movies were out last year, though. I know, I know. And listen, I, I wish that what... I wish that Uncut Gems had the same opportunity that some of the movies had this year, where they can decide, like, is this a group that we want to go up against? Mm -hmm. Do we think we're going to take home an award? Or do we, like, hold our movie or something, right? Yeah. Obviously, that was never a, that was never a choice. Um, but, you know, absolutely deserved for Parasite to win. But to not even get a nomination is, a, you know, a travesty, as per, as per usual, as I describe it. The the greatest travesty that I've ever lived through in my lifetime. <laughs> so that should tell you something. Uh, but lots uh, lots of absolutely incredible movies that year. I just, it's really an unfortunate thing. Like, Adam Sandler didn't even get nominated for Best Actor. That's crazy to me. All um, right. That's all I had to say. It's out of my system. I can go on with my life. Ethan, I just want you to know that Thanks. all of, all of my movies that I've have as my top five are all not Oscar winners either. They're not Oscar winners. Correct. That makes me feel better, actually. I mean, they might have won some Oscars, but never the Best Picture. Yeah, I and and that was another. That's an interesting thing. Like, how many movies that turn out to be favorites are actually Best Picture winners? Mm -hmm. Probably not that many. And honestly, like that's why I kind of say with No Man Land, like No Man mm -hmm. Land is going to be one of those movies that you watch once and you're like, because it's an Oscar winner, I'm going to watch sure, it. Sure, sure. Um, yep. but I think like it's just kind of like there's one th time watch movies where you're just like, okay, cool, awesome, I watched it, now I'm done. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, Birdman, I've only watched that once. Yep, like, I watched Birdman I, once on a plane, mm -hmm. and I remember it being very good. Yeah, but I haven't seen it since. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's just those movies that you just. I don't know. It's just out of the last decade of mm -hmm. best picture winners. I've seen three. That's where, that's where I'm at. I don't see, I don't intentionally seek out like, Hey, this one best picture. I need to watch it. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, I do. I do feel like it's a, it's an interesting accolade in general. Um, it just, it just is. It's an interesting accolade. Does it really make a movie that much better? Um, you know, and Hey, shout out the hurt locker, Catherine Bigelow for winning in, in, uh, 2010, Oscars or 2009 Oscars. Amazing stuff. Yeah. Um, I mean, going through the list, I mean, Parasite won last year. Mm -hmm. Then we got Green Book, right? Never we, watched it. Yeah, never watched it. Don't that. care. The Shape of Water. Don't care. Moonlight, Spotlight. <laughs> <laughs> See, this isn't, that's a, that's interesting to me. That feels a little sus. That's uh, a little sus. Yeah. And then <laughs> so I'm pulling up. This list is taking a minute. Um, What? And then you got Birdman. Birdman, 12 Years a Slave, Argo, The Artist, The King's Speech, and then Hurt Locker. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I've watched... Crazy, man. Well, two, three, four, five. <laughs> five of those. Okay, half. Yeah. That's that's pretty good. 100%, we're going to have an episode where we just talk about best picture winners of the last <laughs> X number of years and just... I'm just going to bitch about them. <laughs> that's all that I want. This This is why... <laughs> this is perfect for me. Do you have any other any closing thoughts? Anything before we end our 2021 Oscar discussion? Um, you know, those people that have watched every single one of these movies that we've talked about, I just want you to take your hand, <laughs> and I want you to lift it. Uh oh! And I want you to go ahead and, and put it on your on your back, and I just want you to pat it. 
because I couldn't have done that. Just a soft little pat. Yep, I I couldn't have done that. Um, well deserved. That's a golf clap. Golf yeah. clap for you right there. I'm proud of you. Um, <laughs> keep it up. Um, do it again next year. Yeah. <laughs> Just haven't had the time to do it. It's seriously yeah. impressive that 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 if you've seen all of them, congratulations, Dave. Well, for also, real. your the income that you have to be able to dispose of that money <laughs> right now is more than me. Yeah, <laughs> it's more than me. So. Yes, that was our final take, but you can always send us your final take through social media. We are at Final Take Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Be sure to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, next week, we are giving our full review of a movie that you, Austin, are very much looking forward to. <laughs> yes, for sure. How does it go? What's the what's the slogan again? Which one? There's so many different ones. The one. There's Fatality. Yes, that one. <laughs> fatality. Or Come Over Here. Or fight <laughs> should i watch mortal kombat annihilation yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's an instant yes that's a that's that's an easy choice wow mortal kombat I, i'm gonna let you know now it's not a good movie <laughs> <laughs> i need at least some understanding of what i'm getting into with mortal kombat what, i did watch- i played it as a kid here or there mm-hmm. but i'm not like a mortal kombat like i don't know i don't know what we're talking about here with mortal kombat i don't know these people i would say go watch the first one right okay the very very first one and then go watch annihilation and then you're set <laughs> and then i'm good to go all right that's two movies got my movies planned out for they're me. like an hour and a half got them planned like, out <laughs> easy watch yeah i'm gonna let you know now they're not great movies like they're well listen when i text you and i bitch about how bad they are you can throw that warning oh, the, back anim- in my the animation is like you watch <laughs> and you're like crap. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> like mortal kombat comes out next week we're gonna watch it we're gonna talk about it giving our a review our thoughts mm-hmm all of our I'm fatalities. Oh, it's going to be so good. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I definitely dressed up as Sub-Zero for Halloween one year growing up. So like, wow, you know, I'm a, you're a stan. Yeah. You're here for it. Oh, I'm very excited. It's going to be a great episode. Uh, thank you for listening. Be sure to stay safe and we will see you back here next week. Go watch some movies. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.